What's up, everybody? You're on Money Moves, and I'm Michael Munsterman. This episode, finish strong. Whenever I was in business to sell products to retail stores, so we sold we sold products to Tractor Supply Company, to Lowe's, to Orsland's Farm and Home, Ace, True Value, Do It Best, a lot of farm and homes. I started to pay attention to the way that retailers influence society. And one of the things that I noticed was that Christmas every single year gets earlier and earlier. And you've probably noticed this too. Sometime around Thanksgiving, you re- you look up and you realize every store you go into has Christmas stuff out. If you watch though, they start to introduce Christmas stuff as early as, as Halloween. Like literally shelf space in Walmart goes directly from Halloween to Christmas. Retailers have found is that by extending the season, they open up the portal for more opportunity to sell their goods. Well, it makes sense. Like it's, it's a good idea and, and, and it should work. But what happens is it starts to affect the consumers, not just in their retail buying, but also in the way that they operate inside of their world. And this is what I'm talking about in this episode. As you are running into the end of the year, this is typically a time when people start to think about New Year's resolutions. And I'm actually going to have a podcast here in a couple of days on New Year's resolutions and what I think about that. So I'm not going to go down that in this conversation. What I want to talk about is being mindful of the way that you're thinking about the end of the year. Because even though you're getting inspired and it's the Christmas season, time to be jolly and, and merry and like kind of coast to the end, you feel like I don't have time to make any radical shifts, changes or anything, you know, massive in 2018, 2018's over, but that's just not true. Right now, today, it's December 16th. That means that you have two weeks left. You're in the final 5% of the race. This is when most people win or lose. This is where you get to really go out and leave a feeling of this year. Now you can choose just to kind of take it easy and, and you mark it off of the calendar. Well, I lose a couple days because of Christmas and New Year's and all of this. So it's just as you just start talking about goals for 2019. What am I going to do in 2019? The challenge here, what I'm trying to get you to consider is that 2018 is still here. You're still in 2018. You're still in a race. And so this is a great opportunity. For those of you that are entrepreneurs, this is a good opportunity to finish this year strong. This is a good opportunity to take a look at your, your big, hairy, audacious goals from 2018 that maybe you didn't quite get accomplished and figure out, is there anything I can still do to mark something off of the list? Is there anything that I can do to finish out my business and add additional revenue dollars? Is there anything that I can do to, to like touch my customers one last time, give them an opportunity, wake them up from the sleep that they're in and, and give them an offering that adds value to their life and generates more dollars for my business and helps me in this year strong in this fourth quarter strong. For some of you, the money's been earned and you're out of the earning season and now you're in the prepping season, planning season, but have you had those critical and key conversations with your accountant? 
Is there anything you can do heading into the end of the year to position yourself to pay less in taxation? Or are you just going to be a product of the conversation? So when the accountant calls you in for your appointment in March, after you've gotten all of your stuff turned in and they go over everything and look at you and say, okay, you owe 50 grand in taxes. You just going to write the check or is there something you could do right now that could potentially shield you from some of that? Is there an asset that makes sense that will make your business better that will, you can use, you know, hundred percent accelerated depreciation and, and, and save some taxation dollars and get something theoretically cheaper than you would if you just went out and bought it. The question is, what are you going to do to finish 2018 strong? Stop BSing yourself and stop giving yourself permission to feel really great about next year and, and, and the conversation of planning, you're still in this race. And this is hard. Some of the people that I work with, I see them start to let off the gas as early as November. Heading into Thanksgiving, you watch them, and frankly, um, throwing myself on, on the chopping block here a little bit, I've done this a little bit heading into the end of the year. So this conversation's for me too. In the area of working out, like I've slacked off some in November and December. Well, I've been busy. Well, I've been traveling. Well, I've been this. Well, I've been that. Well, what I've been doing is packing on an extra five pounds that I don't need which is going to make the game that much harder. And if I would have stayed consistent and true and not let off the gas at all, I would head into the end of the year at, at, at my peak so that starting into 2019, I would be on a better foundational block. So now I'm going to torture myself the last couple weeks of December and not give myself a break and beat myself up a little bit. But what I could have done was just been consistent and recognize that, hey, the end of the year is, is the end of this year, not the beginning of next year. We're not big box retail. For them, the end of Halloween is the beginning of Christmas. The end of Thanksgiving is like, at what point, as soon as Christmas is over, over, you'll start to see a shift and, and room will be made for Valentine's Day stuff. And, but that's not where you are. Like you're in today, you're in December of 2018. Inside of key relationships, look around. Where is there something that's broken? Where's, where's the crack in your foundation that you could mend heading into the end of the year? Who's in a strange relationship that you could reach out to and say, Hey, look, there's like, there's space between us and I hate it. And I, you know, I know that it was over this dumb conversation. I want, I want to like, let's get, let's let that water go under the bridge and, and start fresh heading into the new year. Like, let's just agree to disagree and move on. Or eat a little bit of crow. If you were the one that was wrong, then just fess up. Like, man up, woman up, whatever the case is, stand up and just speak. Say, hey, look, I screwed up. This was my fault. Like, I'm going to swallow my pride and head 2018 strong. And you don't tell them that, but that, like, that's the motivation. Like, finish the year. Put some things to bed. Better, better your life heading into the new year so that when you set those goals, when you dream cast three years out and you back it into, okay, now what does that mean for 2019? And what does that mean for first quarter 2019? You're farther. The old saying, why put, why put off to tomorrow what you can do today? This is a simple conversation. It's not rocket science. I had somebody say to me just today, like a lot of what you say is common sense. It is, but you still have to hear it sometimes to act on it. And so you might tune into my podcast and think, yeah, this is feel good. Yeah, I get motivated every time I hear Michael. That's horseshit if you don't execute on it. I don't do this because I want you to feel good. I do this because I want you to take action and better yourself. And so when you're listening to this right now, I want you to think when you hang up, like when you shut this podcast off before you jump over to Spotify and turn on your favorite mix list or whatever the case is, maybe you're on to the next podcast. I want you to stop. 
make it quiet in the environment that you're in and come up with two not easy but extremely necessary things that you're going to do to better your world in the next two weeks while it's still 2018. You want somebody to hold you accountable? You want somebody that is going to like high five you and say, hey, that's awesome. Keep up the great work. DM me on Instagram. Or go to somebody else, like go find an accountability partner. Like, look, here's what I'm committing to do by, by the end of the year, because I don't want to head into 2019 with this thing still unraveled. Like I'm going to tie a knot in that and be done with it. I mean, it kills me. Like I'm going to, I'm, so I'll step into the water a little bit. I hate hearing people say, yeah, after the end of the year, after, you know, first of the year, I'm going to quit smoking. No, you're not. Why don't you start now? Why does, why don't you make your resolution to be by the end of this year, I'm going to have quit smoking by the end of this year. I'm going to have joined the gym. Like gym owners are smart. A lot of them are increasing their rates right now because you're heading into a time that they know you haven't been paying attention to what gym rates are. You just like, you're just going to hit that resolution. And sure enough, like the first three, four, five, six weeks of every single year, there's a huge influx in gym memberships. But then by March, it's back down to the, to that core group again. There's a couple new people and a couple people fall out. There's always that, you know, ascension that happens, but really stop it. Like stop letting this mindset of January one creates a new you tomorrow can create the new you. You just have to choose to execute on that idea today. Savvy.